0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW, room prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Hey, sweetie. What do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's
1: like a whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family.
3: With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana.
4: Hello and welcome to the Foot Weekly Podcast. I have with me, as we so often do, uh, JAPES uh, went for the introduction straight away rather than saying what we're going to talk about, but that's fine. Hello, JAPES. How are we? Yeah, that's all right, Ben. I like to think that you did that in order
1: of importance. So, yeah, yeah, importance yeah. one, me being here, importance number two, whatever it is that we're going to talk about on today's exactly.
4: podcast. Well, it's been a little while, so it doesn't actually feel like that. It's nice to get everyone back together. And, God, I'll introduce our other guests as well. Uh, we are going to talk about the new f- features that have been revealed and that includes the new chemistry system, which is very interesting indeed. We'll go to Matt for Trading next. Hello, Matt. Welcome back to the pod.
3: Thank you very much, Ben. Yeah, I feel like it's been a it's been a little while, isn't it? But a yeah. Season and you know things behind the scenes with uh, you know flat buying and whatnot. So it's uh yeah it's a busy time of the year. But uh, no, excited to. Start getting into all things FIFA Ultimate Team twenty three. Yeah,
4: yeah. We should say congratulations as well because you're what well, you're well on your way to, to buy somewhere, but it's not completely gone through yet, so you can never quite quite a bank on it. Yeah,
3: it's it's stressful. I've never been on the phone so much talking to estate agents <laughs> and solicitors, so it's a it's a nice change to be talking with you boys here today.
4: Yeah, yeah. Best of luck with that. And actually, I should say uh, the reason why there's been a bit of a break in a podcast, not just because there was a recording scheduled, it got pushed back, and um, it's a tricky time for you to get guests and things like that, but also I've been moving out ahead of the move to the US for a year so again my excuses in early we also have someone who
2: uh moved not so long ago a lot of moving going on and ate the foot accountant congratulations as well and welcome back to the podcast appreciate it ben as always thanks for having me on i think the last time i was on it was for the uh na domination hosted by japes uh and was that was really? a fun oh, time yeah, of course. but yeah, it's good yeah. to be back yeah
1: yeah aka the greatest pod in the history of the pod.
2: <laughs> 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 certainly
4: was uh let's move on to the first major edition to foot 23 we tend to see a new mode and we've certainly got one it is foot moments and if i was going to very simply explain this and some people if i say this will probably get it straight away others who haven't played these games may not know what i'm talking about but angry birds and cut the rope this is basically the foot equivalent and it's a small scenario basically that you go into and you can earn rewards based on uh, different difficulty levels that you set within foot moments. You can set it to one star, two star, or three star, and it'll get more difficult as a result, but you'll get more reward back. You can retry as many times as you like. You can improve the stars that you've got for that particular moment uh, by going back in there and trying to earn extra stars, but you can also just jump in and get the three stars straight away. What you'll be doing in there is objectives essentially, like scoring a free kick or Doing a specific thing at a specific time in a match because the matches may well start at sort of 80 minutes and you have to score the winning goal, that sort of thing. And the clever thing about it is it ties into real moments. And the example they give is the rise of Mbappe, and you have to go in and essentially emulate parts of his career within these different moments. The nice thing is, if you complete something within your moments, because sometimes there are multiple things you need to do, that will actually pop up and Tell you it's been completed in game, which is huge, and hopefully they can find some way to add that into objectives. But it is offline, Japes. And as someone who's not big into offline, how do you feel about this edition?
1: I think it's further evolving the foot ecosystem, I guess. Hmm. Which I think is only a good thing for the grinders out there. It's another mode to be able to. I'm sure it's going to. You know, I, I believe it's rewards based, right? Yep. So the balance that i guess ea will try to strike is to make it so that if you want to play it and have fun doing that and it's another thing for you know non-online players to do the rewards are still like good and worthwhile but if you're you know a heavy online player they're not like oh gosh i have to go out and play my moments mm. uh this week I, I think that's like the the balance that'll be tricky to strike but like regardless like i think all of us are super excited about anything that brings more of what happens on the real life pitch into the virtual pitch and so i'm excited to see you know mm. how this ultimately takes shape and takes form i hope they're able to evolve and expand it i and i i would believe that it would have to be set up that way because there's you know, theoretically, you can't predict or plan for all the different moments that could happen Mm. during a season. So I think it's cool. And the fact that they're giving out, you know, these free... Lone versions of a card to be able to complete the moments. I think it's great because you can try out a bunch of cards in Ultimate Team that you might not have otherwise.
4: Yeah, it does seem like it's going to be a very much live thing, and they will try to reflect real life moments that happen, which would be great. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts on this? I know you play Squad Battles, so you're someone, or maybe not that much at this point, but you certainly uh, commit to it at the start. Yeah, if you're interested in offline play certainly this sort of thing will be interesting to people
3: it's it's a really good concept and i hope that they do fully support it with a lot of content updates throughout the year you know having you know daily updates on this is what we'll need really you know we don't want just sort of like we went with the whole like teams and um live events in the objective section we all thought that was going to be this like really like innovative new mode and that and it's really fallen by the wayside i would say mm. I think with the way that the game is, we need to be seeing some half decent, quite unique rewards in there to engage the player base. I don't know if people are necessarily going to grind all that much if you know you can only get like seven and a half K packs or something or five K packs. I think that's what they were um sort of advertising on the mm. on the um pitch notes articles. So we'll see where they go with that. But uh no, it looks promising as uh as we get uh, going into FIFA 23 for sure.
2: Yeah, certainly. And Nate, anything to add on this particularly? I think Matt had a really good point about the team events. That was one thing that came into my mind thinking about this, was like it either could go really good or it could just be a flop. And I feel like the team events has been a flop. So I hope it's not like that. Mm. But I think I have more hope for something like this because um, I know Japes mentioned like will they add in uh, like circumstances and in, in, like actual moments from real life games. And I think it said in the trailer video, uh, the two guys that were talking said that they would consider and like their potential for like last weekend, say a player hits a great shot from outside the box and it's a goal, they might add that into the next week as like a a moment to complete. So that sounds pretty cool to me. But yeah, I think it it depends on the rewards. And also like if, you know, you go to do one of these moments and yeah, it's supposed to be short and bite sized, right? But What if you can't complete that moment on your first or second try? (laughs) Then you Mm. might end up spending 10 to 15 minutes getting it done. That's one other thought that crossed my mind. But more chances to grind uh, a mode to potentially get rewards or just kind of a different way to have fun. I'm all Mm. for it too.
4: The way I kind of thought about this, JAPES, is you know how we're always like, we don't really like to complete SBCs. We're not big menu grinders. That this is almost like the SBCs for people who do gameplay, right? because you're kind of getting to play the game in a short, sharp kind of way that you could engage with very quickly if you've only got a moment. And I think that is what makes me feel like it's promising, which I wouldn't necessarily normally say with offline uh, stuff. Are you suggesting SBC level rewards? Well, you forfeit something for that, don't you? So I guess they probably can't quite do that, but I guess it would be kind of like SBCs and objectives. Is there anything more valuable than your time, Ben? that's true yeah um and if you really value your time tiv.co yeah that's right that's where the name comes from (laughs) time is valuable
1: you want to get rewarded for playing video games yeah tiv.co
4: always happy to give you a plug and actually uh, just to finish off this section i wanted to say i think it will be very seriously looked at or focused on by the content team because it is a separate currency if you look at the home screen i guess in foot you can see alongside coins and fifa points the stars are there so it has to be something they focus on i would say Uh, the other thing that's been focused on in the build-up is definitely as you'd expect the new chemistry system which is a really big change i mean the chemistry system hasn't really changed since its introduction 10 or so years ago so this is a significant moment and when i'm explaining this and I'll, I'll do my best. You really have to take it back, strip it right back to basics, forget about the old system. It's going to make it a lot easier to understand it. I think if you do. Um, but the biggest thing to start with, just in terms of compared to the old system is that there are no position based links. So the fact that players like your right mid and your right back linked in the four, five, one to give both full chem. If they were the same club or they were the same league of nation, that Is no longer a thing. Those positional links do not exist. You can forget about them. But the idea of links being based around nation, league, and club are still very much the way chemistry works. But instead of it being positional based, it is based on the number of players in your squad in total. So there are certain thresholds, certain numbers of players that you need to reach to get a chemistry point. There are just three chemistry points And we'll get to the boosts in a second, which is subject to change. In fact, these thresholds are too, actually. But basically, the way it works is if you have two players from the same club, then that would hit the threshold for a chemistry point for players from that club. So if you had McTominay and Ronaldo, then you would be getting a chem point for both of those because you'd hit two players for each club. With league, it's three players. So if you added in a Cancelo, then you'd have three Premier League players. So every... Premier League player in your squad is going to have one chem point but actually McTominay and Ronaldo because they have that chemistry point by both being Manchester United players will get two chemistry points Cancelo if you were to add another Portuguese player let's say someone from another league even João Felix then you would hit three players from the same nation because you've got Cancelo Ronaldo and João Felix they would have a chemistry point added to their total two so Ronaldo ends up being on three chemistry points Cancelo would be on two and Shell Felix would be on one this may sound like you need to do some kind of complicated hybrid to get yourself the chemistry but actually you could get all three chemistry points through just nation or just league if you're looking to get Premier League players into your team then just bring in three Premier League players you'll get one chemistry point for those Premier League players bring in another three and you'll get two chemistry points for your premier league players bring in another four and you'll get all three chemistry points for your premier league players and although it sounds like that might be the meta if you like to just build around the league as many people do actually there is a big difference here and that is that if you have a player off chemistry without any chemistry at all they will have their base stats still there are no stat reductions so i think the big question people have been asking Nate is whether this is going to make chemistry and squad building more flexible or less flexible.
2: Yeah, that's a really big conversation right now. And I think the way that it will be less flexible is if you're trying to get everybody on the 33 chem points or 33 chem. Team chem,
4: yeah.
2: And I think the way that's going to be more flexible is if you realize that, okay, I'm not being penalized for being less than optimal chem. So, you know, playing a person on one chem point or two chem points may not be that bad, realistically. But, of course, everybody will want to get the three chem points because then their players will play the best and their chem styles will have the biggest boost on the stats on the card. So I think that's a bit of change in our minds when we think about building squads is not every player will technically have to be on perfect chem, although we will probably all design our squads so that they are, if that makes sense. Exactly.
4: So you still get your boost for your one, two, and three chemistry points, but you are going to have those base stats if you play a player off-chem, even if they're out of position, which we'll get to in a second. And Matt, this is interesting, especially for people running first owner or if you just pack a really good untradeable player because you'll be able to just pop them into your team.
3: That's one of the things I think we've really got to get. That's a big hurdle, I would say, for the community to get over is because we're so used to having 100 chemistry. Mm. To not have the full 33 is going to feel very, very strange for quite a while. You know, this is a, a habit that we've had for well, since Ultimate Team started. So, mm. sort of going back to maybe only having sort of 12 or 15 out of 33 chemistry, it, it feels weird for me to even think about that. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, looking at the squad builders right now, and I'm like, it, it doesn't look right. But I yeah. guess we'll get used to it. And it, as you say, for first owner, you're not going to be having to sit there and think, oh, I need to get Nuno Mendes or something to link with Mike Kimpembe so that my team mm. works. If I get an Alfonso Davies, typically someone that's very, very difficult to link without the buy-in links, you can now play him in your team and there's no sort of negative uh, effect of having him off chemistry.
4: Yeah, exactly. And actually, if for some reason Pavard has 90 pace next cycle, which he won't, um you could just pop him in at right back. If he's, is he still at Bayern? He is. Um, but because you have two players of the same club, actually Davies and Pavard are both going to get one chemistry point. Exactly. So... It, it does make a difference. And actually club links are still going to be relevant, but just not position to position. One thing that I think is quite interesting about this is I think it makes it much harder to get, as Nate was saying, your full team chemistry. Although that team chemistry doesn't give you a bonus to the rest of the team, right? It just indicates how many points you have, doesn't add anything. But it's very hard to get full chem, but it's much easier to get some chem. And I think this is very much geared towards new players to ultimate team. And I think as someone who's introduced various people who I know in real life over the years to Ultimate Team, some of them have just been almost immediately put off by how complicated the chemistry system is. It's not loads, low simpler, but it is going to be more straightforward. So I think that in itself is good, but then you've also got the fact that actually they're not going to be penalising themselves too much if they're not able to create a very strong, uh, high enough chemistry team. But there is still that difficulty in terms of getting the highest chemistry. The only thing is... Japes, is this going to lead to a lack of innovation because the easiest way to get 3-10 points is just have like a full Premier league team. Or does that matter because people do that anyway?
1: I think people end up kind of squad building like that anyway a little mm. bit. I just think it gives you more flexibility. So like if you, I don't know, if you're a, a Spurs fan and you want to use Hungman son, you mm. no longer have to try to like force in some average Spurs midfielder or other attacker around him. You can maybe put in that special, gosh, what is their hair pulling center back's name again? <laughs> <laughs> Couture Romero. <laughs> Couture Romero
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, can, you can
1: you can toss him in, right? Mm-hmm. And it feels like a lot easier to sort of build like that, where you might have blocks of players from certain leagues and and you know maybe teams that way. What I what I would have liked to have seen here. And perhaps it's there and I'm just missing it. But I would have liked to have seen managers have a club badge as well.
4: Mm, Yeah, they don't.
1: Yeah, they have their league that you, I believe, can still change. But I would have liked to perhaps have seen them like maybe more locked so that they wouldn't be changeable Mm. and give them a club badge as well. Because I think it would have really made chemistry a bit more interesting that way.
4: Yeah, that's true. Because then you could have got, I don't know, let's say you have Son. You don't have any other Spurs players on the pitch, but your manager is Spurs, and then he does get a chem point, right? So I think that kind of thing could help. For me, and this is getting into, I guess, what we'd like to see change, really feel like if you look at Nation, it's three players to get the first chemistry point through Nation, Mm -hmm. and it's three players to get the first chemistry point through League. It's totally different, really, isn't it? I mean, you so rarely see... People building a team with mainly players from the same nation and there are so many more nations that people use than leagues really yeah so i would like to see that drop down to two i would say and then i was thinking well actually should we just have it all very simple and the same and like we have currently with clubs where it's just two players for the first point it should be two players league nation and club because ultimately, you're not really being punished for having your players off-chem that harshly. Yes, it's definitely going to be in your interest to get more chemistry. It just seems harsh to make it that difficult to get chemistry on players from the same nation when it's not maybe as important as it was.
2: Yeah, I agree with that because even going through... Uh, this is a cheeky plug for the foot.gg squadbuilder website, which is
0: yeah, ex- very incredibly
2: helpful. But going through and trying to build some squads on that website... I have often found myself going towards that two players in the same club and then add a, another player in from the same league to get two chemistry points on those mm. guys. And then after that, I'm looking to more league players or adding in another club to get that same sort of thing going on and not looking to the nation because they have those, you know, they have to get three players to get one chemistry point. So I think dropping that to two would be really good as well. And, I mean, think about it. That would just make it so much easier in the future of this year of FIFA 23. When you know somebody gets a special card that's from kind of a off nation, like you know maybe Alfonso Davies, and then there's a a Canadian, like let's say Jonathan David scores an incredible goal at the World Cup, and he gets a card in FIFA. So you want to use Davies and Jonathan David in your team, like boom, two Canadian links you got a chemistry point like that. That sort of thing I think would be cool. So I'm with yeah. you on that. I
4: think they can have the same value as club and it wouldn't matter too much. Mm-hmm. Matt, what's your thought overall in terms of this? You know, Do you think it's a good thing? Is it something we need? I've seen a lot of people saying, why are they changing this? This isn't something that is a problem, in quotes. why? Why do we need to change it?
3: I don't think it was necessarily needed, but I think in the long run, it is going to turn out to be quite beneficial because how many years have we just had sort of like cookie cutter teams at the start where everyone's going for you know the same sort of links you know it's always like psg links for example that people go for mm. and you know i look back at last year around certain cards that were released early on like i think back to that Rule breakers corona that came out remember it was it was five star five star early on people were saying it was one of the best cards in the game at that time Mm-hmm. And you look back to the the pressure it put on links, the Wilson Manafa wrote to the yeah. final or road to the knockout card, went fully extinct because that was the only way to link him into your team. So from a market perspective, we're potentially, you know, reducing the strain on link investments, which I think is going to be Hmm. good you're not going to have as many extinct players obviously for traders that might hurt a little bit but uh yeah (laughs) but in terms of regulating the market i think that's going to do a better job and it's going to open up the possibilities to using those kind of cards even more you can put them in your team not necessarily with a ton of links if they're in an off league but you can get them in Hmm. with no sort of negative impact so i think from that perspective it might open up the possibilities to maybe you know, some new promo cards from other leagues, maybe some fan favourites that have gone to lesser leagues. I think uh, that's, that's probably a positive thing we can look forward to.
4: Yeah, and I was going to add, actually, James, this is something I was interested to hear your thoughts on. I know in the past you talked on the pod about the fact that you don't like chemistry styles and huge boosts that they give um, and how that changes things significantly or, or too much. I think one of the things that this does, actually, I noticed, is because it's so much harder to get players onto three chemistry points, Generally, you're going to be getting one or two, which means even if they stick to a system where you have, I don't know, for the maximum boost for three chemistry points plus 15s in certain places, and then for two, it's plus 10s, and then for one, it's plus fives, then actually, because so many people are on two or one chem rather than the three, it is almost an indirect nerf to chemistry styles or reduction in their impact. So I guess that would be something you could potentially get behind. I don't know whether you think you would want a further reduction. They said they're going with the same chemistry styles, Hawk, Hunter, et cetera.
1: Uh TBD, reserving my judgment there. I I think we'll see. I I think any reduction from the jump is a potentially a good thing. Mm. The tricky part for me with chemistry styles is the way that they're divided up amongst the attributes. Yeah. I don't know. Say you have uh, six total chemistry points for, we'll use Hunter because it's easy, right? Three on pace, three on shooting stats.
4: Mm.
1: Why, if you only get access to like three of those points, are they like two on pace and one on shooting or one on pace and two on shooting? I think that might be helpful to like understand a little bit if players aren't going to be on 10 chem more often than not.
4: Yeah, it is quite skewed within the chemistry styles as well. But now we should move on to. One of the biggest changes. Positioning.
1: Oh, such a win.
4: Let's find out why it's such a win after the break. So you all have probably heard before that Foot Weekly is made possible by our supporters. And that could be anyone, it could be you, for example. But it's also Shane, who's the founder of Misty Jerseys. Shane's a long-term supporter of the pod, and he's offering 10% off the premium box for Foot Weekly listeners. What that means is for a special rate of just over £30, plus a little bit more for postage depending on where you are in the world, you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt, which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world. One of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club, presumably a rival club. And you can also specify which particular colour to If you'd like to take advantage of that, then you can head over to Misty Jerseys, M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then Jerseys dot com and then use the code Foot Weekly F U T Weekly to get that ten percent off. Thanks to Shane and Mystic Jerseys for supporting the podcast, and of course all the supporters out there keeping the podcast going. You can join them too. Just search support Foot Weekly. You can get double the podcast content for just three pounds a month. Link in the description too. If you do consider it, then a huge thank you and a huge thank you for listening. But for now, let's get back into the podcast. So, just to explain the kind of rough idea here, essentially players have a starting position but they'll also have alternative positions those alternative positions are based on their real life alternative positions and what this means is someone like Mbappe has their striker base position or preferred position but they'll also have it seems center forward and left wing and I should say the reason why he has center forward is actually because uh, there are automatic defaults for some positions So striker automatically has center forward as one of the alternative ones, and then a center forward will automatically have striker. It's the same for, you know, left back, left wing back, right back, right wing back, um, left mid, left wing, right mid, right wing, and uh, vice versa. So that is worth remembering. So basically he can be converted into a center forward or a left winger, and there is just one position change consumable in the whole game. There are no more millions of different consumables for different positions, which cost loads. Uh, They're going to have to keep these, I would say, relatively affordable or at least monitor it because uh, there is just that one position change. It is really important. People will be using them quite a lot. If a player is out of position. They don't contribute to uh, the chemistry of other players who are the same league, nation and club. So if Mbappe's there, he's not going to be contributing to other French Ligue 1 or PSG players in terms of their chemistry, which is obviously a huge disadvantage. And chemistry is still going to be important. I think particularly on things like centre-backs, getting all three boosts, all three chem points will make a big difference because that could be plus 10 pace. And obviously 80 and 90 pace is a huge difference. Imagine how much more you're going to pay for a player who's 80 rather than 90 pace at centre-back. So I think that is still going to be very much desirable to get those 3-10 points on certain players. In fact, a lot of players, especially at the start. Um, but, Japes, you said you're really enthusiastic for the positioning thing. What is your reason for the enthusiasm?
1: Well, I have I have two thoughts here, Ben. One, it simplifies it so much. And you can actually move players... like. Cancelo is the great example right mm. he can play on either side and having like for me early on then purchasing a player like that is great it gives me a ton of flexibility in how I think about building my squads it makes it a little bit more interesting and it frankly it makes it a little more I guess realistic off the top to put them in positions that they commonly play now that leads to my second point which is you know shapeshifter type promos have been a big deal over the years are shapeshifter cards going to have you know when they made Mario Gomez a center back this year right Mm. via shapeshifters is that shapeshifter card going to have different preferred positions Mm. than regular Mario Gomez yeah potentially
4: and it'd be interesting in terms of how they sort of marked it if you like Like, because it's not immediately obvious on the card what the alternative positions are this is one of my biggest criticisms I'd say is that you can't really see very easily what the alternative positions are. And actually, that alternative position is as important as the preferred position. It's only one consumable to change it, uh, and every player is slightly different. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they do a promo around this, like how they, they're going to have to communicate that, I guess, via... Uh, I guess it's similar to Skill Moves and for in a way. They'll communicate it when they put out the players, that these players do have another alternative position, um, which is interesting. Nate, what's your thought on this i guess from a training perspective it's very interesting especially for sbcs because we should say that sbcs are going to use this new chem system as well so uh, these positional changes
2: will matter a lot yeah they will and that's you know even from the get-go of the year this year uh, the first thing that i thought of is that people are going to be running to squad builder like sbc solutions a lot at the beginning of the game because they haven't quite figured out chemistry yet and they're going to be like, how do I get this done? So they're going to be going to like look up these solutions to finish these SBCs. I think that'll happen a lot. But yeah, I think uh, the whole shapeshifter comment uh, that JAPES made, I think that's a really good point because it said in the pitch notes that certain live campaigns, a.k.a. promos, will add preferred or alternative positions to these cards. So uh, when they decide to do that, that will happen. So that that's kind of cool but it does seem like a shapeshifter type of thing. Like if yeah, if Mario Gomez is a center back, will he then be able to be position change to like CDM or right back? Or will he also be able to be striker like his base card is or whatever? So yeah, I'm definitely interested in that, but I like the basis around the whole position change um, idea is cool. I guess the thing that people are probably going to complain about is probably not a valid complaint in my opinion, because of the way chemistry is changing. Like, Now you can't move a striker to center mid or a center attacking mid for most items where you could for everybody last year. Mm. But now, like, you know, a striker can get chemistry with the right back. So, like, you don't really need to, that sort Mm. of thing. So I think that in combination with the chemistry change, like, I think it's cool.
4: Yeah, Matt, what do you think about it? Because one of the interesting things I noticed is CDM doesn't switch to CM back again same with Cam so you can have players who are stuck in CM and you know, I guess you're going to have to change formation to get them in rather than just position
3: yeah I mean this is one of the things I wanted to know because like you know what if for example you want to get say you're running a uh, I don't know like a three-five-two or whatever and you want three strikers in your team but they only the, the three strikers you want for example only have that striker position mm. there's no op- how would you yeah, how are you going to yeah. go about? Well, they'd have centre
4: gonna... forward as well by default, but that doesn't help in camp. But they have to be an yeah, actual exactly. camp. Yeah,
3: exactly. So then, are we going to have to then maybe change around our squad building, where we can only have two strikers in any given formation, unless they've got that that extra position?
4: Yeah. Although, actually, interestingly, they've changed and removed left forward and right forward. Yeah. Yes. And made the four three two one and the three four two one have center forwards instead of left forward and right forward. So that would actually allow you to play three strikers because every striker can be changed into a center forward in the 3421 and 4321. Okay. So actually you can still do that and it's kind of good they made that change, I guess, to allow you to do that. I'm not sure that was intentional, but it's certainly helpful. Mm. I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to be new trade-offs to be made, basically. Yeah,
3: that's going to be an interesting one. Um, But again, something that uh, I'm sure we'll discover down the line and there might be potential for so maybe new formations or maybe some tweaking in, in current formations to allow for certain play styles if, if those issues do arise, we'll have to wait and see.
4: Yeah. Do you want to hear an early meta tip, everyone? Because I found Always. out something very spicy. Basically, uh, you can convert players uh, like left-backs often to left-mid. So for example, mm-hmm. Davies can be converted to a left-mid. And what that means is you can have a left-back regular left back who's good and you can have davies in your team and you can move davies into center mid and so a good example would be in the 4-1-2-1-2 wide with a left mid right mid cdm cam and you can have like a a cdm player in cdm and then you can have davies at left mid and you can have both of those players move into the midfield and use the other players as your attacking players. And obviously Davies is like a ridiculously good uh, midfielder who, I don't know, I guess he'll be probably kind of expensive at the start, but there are other players like this, like Akuna would be a really good example of that. Yeah. Uh, someone who can play really well in midfield and can now potentially be on actually full chem at the very start of the game in that position. Uh, so there is going to be some fun tactical manoeuvres you can do. And one thing that's interesting, I don't know whether anyone else realizes, this, but actually it makes it much more possible that you'll actually just play in the starting setup you have which is quite nice as well. So there'd probably be less like in-game switching around for people potentially.
2: Yeah, I think what you mentioned there about moving the players, like since they only have one or two positions that they can technically be changed to, whereas other um, central players in previous years could be moved from CDM all the way to striker, you're going to have to like think a little bit more about your team. Like you were just saying, like, okay, what can I do? What position changes can I put on a player to get the in-game squad that I want? Mm. with the new system so i think that'll happen a lot and i I found myself when building squads on the the foot gg website i'm using way more position changes to flip players around or to move them based on my formation or just in general like Mm. i think i'm using that position change card a lot so not saying that it's going to be expensive super expensive on the market because i think they're going to have to supply it a lot it's the only Mm. position change card that'll be in packs so It's, again, like all this stuff until the game starts, we're thinking about it, we can draw some conclusions and stuff, but we just kind of have to wait and see what it's like when it actually gets released and stuff.
4: Yeah, I agree. I wanted to move on to next exceptions, actually, because there are certain exceptions to this, particularly, as you'd imagine, icons. They, rather than giving one chemistry points towards their nation they're going to give two um, but they'll have no league contribution i guess because their league is the icon league and this is interesting because it's actually i would say worse than heroes because heroes give one to nation and they give two to league and most people build around leagues right absolutely Uh, japes again we've talked before about icons being kind of left behind and it feels like they're just going to get further left behind yeah
1: i mean especially the icons that are you know you think like pushkas
4: yeah i mean there are lots of icons who are rarely going to be contributing any chem to anyone which is a bit of a shame i mean maybe they could have done it so it contributes one player towards every nation
0: perhaps yeah
1: that is perhaps like way overpowered for the new system
4: yeah well, especially if you had two because <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah
1: totally it, it just becomes like really
4: really easy to I guess set it up um, do you think this might be one of those things where they're thinking well we can always improve them we can't make them worse <laughs> I don't know man. that's super
1: I mean maybe maybe the move would have been to give them a nation and a league yeah that's true yeah. you know give heroes just like league chem and give icons nation and league
4: yeah I can kind of see why, because I was thinking, oh, shouldn't they just make Heroes 2 League? But then it'd be really weird, because they have a nation on their card, but aren't contributing mm. towards your nation, their nation. so it's, it's kind of, I was like, oh, there must be an easy solution to make Icons better, but it was harder than I thought. I was thinking maybe they could just add extra nations, it could just be more than two, it could be three or four. I was just
2: going to say, this is another argument in favor of turning the nation chemistry from three points to two. Mm. It is. Yeah. You know, if you have an icon, automatically, boom, there's two. So then any other player you put in on that next nation is going to be, you know, one chemistry point to the next possible point or threshold. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. If it was two players for the first threshold and then another two players for the second threshold to get two points, then you'd only need two players from that icon's nation. And yeah. those two players would get two chem points. And obviously the icon beyond full games that would be potentially a way of improving it Yeah. and I think the other thing to say is weirdly I think managers might even be better than icons too uh, yeah. because they add one player to nation and one player to league but obviously they don't count as a player on the pitch so that I think again makes them quite strong yeah
2: what you said like earlier the two club combination plus one player from the same league gets you two chemistry points if you throw a manager in there from that league then automatically th- two of those three players will be on three chem points you'll have that one player that's still on two that will need some other links mm-hmm. but then from there i know that's only three players out of your squad of 11 but yeah, yeah you can start to build out from there so yeah the managers this year intend basically from going from they give one chemistry point out of 10 chemistry in the old fifa way now they give one chemistry point out of three so it's like one tenth to one third is their you know contribution it's pretty sizable
4: yeah although they don't give a whole point right they do just give the one play but you're right it is a significant uh advantage there's still a lot of thinking to be done on it we'll see how it develops i guess interested to know of course what listeners are thinking about this it's a significant change and i think one thing having experimented with this a lot is worth mentioning it's going to be much harder for current foot players to get their head around it i think than new foot players yeah because your brain is just so programmed right, to think about things in terms of position. Multiple times I went to put players next to other players because I was thinking about the, the positional links. So yeah, they, I don't know whether you have any kind of tips for people with a way to think about it, but it is going to be a, a challenge at first. But I think we'll end up being you know fairly simple once people
2: get it. Yeah, I think this change by EA is most definitely because it's a World Cup year. They expect a lot of people to hop on the game for the first time because of the publicity of that i mean Mm -hmm. what a better year to change it you know like this is kind of the optimal time to do that so yeah for new foot players not having any idea of what the chemistry was before this will just be them learning fresh and yeah i guess that foot gg website i know i've said it like three times now but over the summer if you spend like five minutes trying to build a squad on there especially as they drop like the database as we get closer to fifa 23 that'll be a huge help and figuring out and just starting to wrap your mind around that. And I've just tried to like throw all the thoughts of the previous chemistry system like out the window. Like, okay, I'm forgetting everything about that and then not like just focusing on the new one. So yeah, that's a good point. Something I didn't mention because it doesn't factor in, but
4: people may be thinking in their head about is loyalty. And that has no part in chemistry, but there is still like a a symbol I think they've added or I guess there wasn't a symbol before. So they have added a symbol. If you flick the right stick across to, you know, do the different player views. It's also how you see alternative positions. For example, Uh, you can see a little like icon there, which has a number one. And it shows that the player is a first donor, um, which is, I guess, helpful. um, Something we haven't had before um why don't first owners get extra stars Ben? (laughs) (laughs) we'll just make matt to op i think that's the truth of it (laughs) actually matt do you have anything to add particularly before we move on from chemistry there's not too much else to cover now
3: no i think we've covered it i've got to say i do like that little touch with the the first owner symbol um it's Mm. this is how much of a degenerate i am with fifa it's (laughs) like something as small as that as just this tiny little icon that says number one on it and i'm I'm very happy with that. It's it's the small things that please me. It's, uh, you know, no need for a new chemistry system. Yeah. Just give me a little one on the card and that's that's me <laughs> set for the new year now. You should add it to your branding. <laughs> oh, that's a, I've never thought of that. That's a brilliant idea. That I'm is a good idea. We'll yeah. have to
4: get a tattoo after this as well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In terms of other stuff that we haven't covered, we've got the co-op edition in Life at friendlies specific. Life at is going to have different co-op rules, it seems like. Good place to add more co-op focus, I think. That makes a lot of sense. but also something we talked about before, Nate, is this change to the transfer market, which means that the transfer market is now going to be cross-player across all the consoles. So old gen and new gen. PC and Nintendo Switch have separate transfer markets. And I said when we mentioned this on the last podcast, I would ask you, Nate, when you were next on, what your thoughts were, because yeah, this is gonna be an interesting thing. Do you expect prices to Sort of meets in the middle to some extent because of this. Um obviously, typically PlayStation prices on popular players tend to be a fair bit higher than Xbox.
2: The way that I've been kind of considering it is the PlayStation market in terms of live number of transfers is usually like around five to seven x what the Xbox transfer market is mm. So if you add in the Xbox transfer market to that player pool of live transfers, yes, you're adding in all that demand of players that are playing the game that want to use the market and buy players too. But, I really just think it's going to be a very similar to PlayStation market. Like if you've been Mm -hmm. on PlayStation, I think it's going to feel the exact same, except there's just going to be more competition on, you know, trying to snipe players or when there's like a road to the final card, when somebody scores a goal, their price is going to go up faster and quicker, even though it already would go up really fast. It's going to happen even faster, I think, because there's more people going out and trying to get, like more competition for that specific card. And then, you know, if you're on Xbox coming to this market, I mean, it probably won't feel super different anyway. Prices, I think, will be, I mean, there really won't be a comparison because it'll all be one market, per se, this next year. So whatever the market is kind of set at will be the price. It won't be like, oh, man, on Xbox, Marcelo is 500K, but on PlayStation, yeah. he's 900K. So I do think that it will probably... Uh, correspond more with the PlayStation market but you'll be on all one same market so it won't be completely different between yeah, yeah. you know consoles so yeah.
4: That makes sense and I guess uh, it's probably a disadvantage essentially for Xbox players this because prices will be higher so if you're mainly earning through match coins this is bad because your buying power will be reduced relatively uh, compared to before but on the flip side also matchmaking is cross play 1v1 And that means that it will be a bigger player pool and probably a better experience, potentially. Yeah. But, of course, (laughs) Japes, this is now not going to stop you matching up against pros, I guess. Good, bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, yeah, you did switch over to Xbox and were like, oh, it's better on Xbox, but... Yeah,
1: just to... I'll put, like, a bow on it, uh, or on my experience previously. Uh, PlayStation is full of a bunch of, like, wannabe pros Mm. that were previously like just pretty obnoxious to play against because they're trying to go out and do all the things the pros do but they just do them all the time rather than in like the right situations and the game's just become incredibly repetitive and boring. Xbox people seem to like play the game and it was like more free flowing than like a mechanic
4: mm.
1: I don't know, abuse cycle. Um so I'm a little annoyed that said there were plenty of times On Xbox where I'd have to wait a while to match up with somebody that had a decent connection. So hopefully uh, This means that I won't have to wait as long for matches Um, But you know all the little uh, Wannabes I guess is what I'm gonna call them on PlayStation I can't say I'm super thrilled about dealing with. Yeah, yeah. I'm including you in that, Ben. <laughs> Man,
4: I haven't even started playing on PlayStation properly mm. yet. And on that, actually, probably time to bring the podcast to a close. If you've got any questions, any thoughts, uh, particularly feedback on the chemistry system is something EA are currently looking at, then do send them in all the various ways for com at, at FootWeeklyPod in the supporter Discord channel for gold or above supporters in the pod priority questions channel. Japes, Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. It's been great to have you on again.
1: Great to be back chatting. I'm excited for FIFA 23. I'm currently taking a little bit of a pause on, you know, 22, so I don't burn myself out mm, here. Sensible. Uh, going into the going into the next cycle, um, but plenty of fun things to chat through ahead. And looking forward to, you know, it feels it feels so nice to have like just a it feels so nice to have a chemistry like positional refresh. I don't care if it works out good or it ends up being terrible. Mm. The fact that it's different is exciting to me. And yeah. there's just like a lot more to experience because it's been the same way for so long. And so at least they're trying. And yeah. I got to give you a major props for that and look forward to discussing it with all of you. Yeah, yeah
4: definitely. And uh, that's a good point, actually. You know, it can always change. That's the big thing right this is not uh, set in stone i'm sure they will tweak it uh, thank you very much james we'll catch you soon cheers and uh, also thank you very much to matt for trading for coming back it's been great to have you on the podcast as it so often is uh, i think you're pretty much still grinding the first owner is that right uh, so people can uh, head over to your streams if they want to
3: yeah absolutely i mean all this fifa 23 talk there's still however many weeks of uh fifa 22 yeah. left so uh yeah we've still got a lot of content over there we're still grinding out the uh, Potential 198s with all these incredible cards that have been released recently. So yeah, if people want to watch that, they can catch me over at twitch.tv slash Uh Most sort of weeknights and uh, weekends grinding those menus. Definitely.
4: And thank you very much as well to Nate the Foot Accountant. I know it's been a little while too, but good to talk FIFA 23.
2: Oh, not a problem. Yeah, it is great to be back on. A lot of people are like, Nate, you're supposed to be excited for FIFA 23 because you make content on the game. And I'm like, well... No, because I'm actually excited this time because (laughs) the new chemistry system, the cross-platform market, I mean, the last two years on the market specifically have been uh, massive with preview packs and then just how Mm. everything was massively different. This year um, looks like a lot more changes in FIBA 23 as well. So that's going to be, that's got me excited and just, you know, all the new features of the game. I think there's plenty of reason to be genuinely excited yeah
4: certainly looking forward to talking about it all here on the foot weekly podcast thank you very much for joining us on this episode alista it's been great to have you along and if you've enjoyed this then do subscribe to the podcast on all your podcast platforms apple Podcasts, spotify etc and also on youtube if you're a supporter of the podcast a huge huge thank you for supporting the pod and keeping it going it's greatly appreciated Plus, of course, a big thank you to those Icon patrons. Dave B, Coach Vass, Chris W, DJ FIFA Player, Hugh J, Steve C, Matt L, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Roger D, Alex M, Dan W, Silo P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, at pace of a tortoise brian s andrew c sam k jake g michael p zach o springford patrick dominic g adam hc adam r andy h joe w dylan orion b mindor l and tim j plus a special thanks to luke m dave b hugh j tom m darren w and pato foot for advice and production assistance Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to the calmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to the calmzone.net. And for now, have a good one and I'll catch you on the next podcast.
0: At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it and get started on the next one. Download the app today because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros.
2: Sports Social Podcast
0: Network. Step into the world of power. Loyalty